got a text from my buddy Lee. He's driving on I-35 South. He goes, it's about 25 to 45 miles per hour right now on I-35 South. And Tammy well, says, it's definitely not from the parade. It's way north of the river where all these cars I are. I know, Tammy. It's a joke. Lighten up. But no, I th- no, I, I didn't. I didn't think it was a joke because you brought it up. Because there still could there be, could, still there could still could be. be cars. Still could be. Right? I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm guessing those were parked nice. Well, maybe not nicely along the road. The ones that are now maybe at different angles. Angles, but that's we right. could have. That's that's not probably true either. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you're if you're ditching your car along the interstate to do a parade, are you really worried about like making you're sure you're slamming park, that sucker in the park and getting out? You know. <laughs> 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 All right. I, uh, I I I I'm not. I don't openly root for for failure, and I don't, definitely don't openly root for bankruptcy. But I'm rooting for for uh, whoever's in charge, Sinclair Diamond Sports. I guess their their offshoot company was right. the one that operates the Bally Sports um, baseball properties mm-hmm. and the other sports. I, I knew they do some some NBA and and stuff. I'm rooting for them to 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 go belly up. Yeah, they suck. They've been given every opportunity to to get their product right, and I hope they go out of business. They stink. They stink at their job. They outwardly stink at their jobs, and they are stinking for the sport in which they represent. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I think Bally Sports is the worst thing to happen to Major League Baseball in the history of the sport. And and I'm not saying that lightly. They are ass at what they do. At a time where they need right more exposure. More exposure. Baseball. They're taking it away. This this product has failed Miserably. baseball and has failed fans and has lost fans. I don't know how many people in Kansas City I've talked to that said they don't follow the, they don't follow the Royals anymore, right? Because of the TV situation, because they can't watch yep. them, because they can't watch. And them. they said, "Hey," and it's like they're like, "Hey, it's no knock on your product. We, well, I'll, I'll listen, but we get it. It's vi- it's visual at the end of the day, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you want to see it." And I have the radio accompaniment, right? You know, you want to see radio's it always there. Yeah. The radio is always your trusty friend, but you want to, you want to see it, right? Yep. That's how you're going to grow your game. Seeing it. Look, and, Josh, and they, the NFL failed. figured this out in 1970 uh, when they had the merger. Yeah. 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 And since then, and since the merger, the number one priority for the NFL is to make sure our fans get the games and they don't have to jump through hoops. Now you've got the streaming Thursday night game, but again, in the NFL, if you live in Kansas city, you will never have to pay to watch chiefs game ever. Ever, 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 ever in Kansas City. If you want to watch the Royals because of this awful Bally sports, you've got to jump through hoops, change service providers, find service providers, do illegal activities, stand on one foot, point to the sky, pee with your leg up, whatever the case may be to try to get this this channel like Bally sports literally could not come to deals with one of the biggest service providers out there in YouTube TV. And, and it went away. Well, I know a lot of people that have YouTube TV. And quite honestly, once I rip direct TV, I'm mar- going to YouTube TV. Baseball markets YouTube TV. Right. Baseball, it's, it's one of the biggest sponsors of baseball. And Bally's couldn't find a way to get a deal done. Major League Baseball should have interceded and said, you're getting a deal done with YouTube TV. We don't care. And we'll get to the solution here in one second. But Bally Sports has single-handedly crippled the sport of baseball because they couldn't get exposure in, what, 11 or 17 markets? 19, I believe. 19 baseball markets. markets. Yeah, Yeah, Bally Sports is a joke and a clown show, and they need to go away fast. Oh, according to this, I guess 14 teams. I think they have 19 
maybe that's adding the NBA, the NBA markets as well to that. They have, you know, double doubles in some markets where they have NBA and, and well in St. And Louis, baseball. they got baseball and hockey, baseball and hockey. Yeah. What have you? So uh, I think there's, I think there's 19 total markets they're in right. 14 baseball teams. Um, right from the text line. I didn't watch a complete Royals game all last season because of Bally's. And again, like John Sherman, I'm, I'm speaking to John right now. Okay, John, that's the that's what we get from everyone. It's not you guys. It's not you guys. They're losing your people. They're losing your people because they can't. They, they can't, they watch, can't watch the game. It's not you guys. It is not. And, and I know this is a money thing and it's a business. But if I'm Major League Baseball right now, I'm rooting for Bally's to go bankrupt. Yeah. So they have. They're filing for bankruptcy. They're. Bills are coming due like fast, like now, now where they have to cut teams checks. And it sounds like they aren't cutting teams checks. Right. Which also then means they're not going to broadcast their games. Correct. Right. Right. So this, according to, uh, to Chelsea James, uh, national baseball writer for the Washington post, uh, according to Rob Manfred, he says that if diamond sports can't pay teams, the money they owe, and they note, and some teams are owed money in the next month. Yeah. That enables teams to terminate rights agreements per their contract. Yes. Yes. Tear that yes. thing up. Yes. Tear it up Get and throw it out. away. So if that happens, he said, MLB Network will produce broadcasts for the affected team. Which involves the Royals. And in that case, MLB would market those broadcasts to cable providers directly. Okay. So that would still, okay, dr- cable. You might not have cable. You don't have cable, but he went out of his way to say that MLB would emphasize digital flexibility in those hypothetical deals so that people buying MLB TV would be able to opt in to buying local games too. hot damn again. I'll pay for it. Just give it to me. Right. MLB TV is a great product. Well, as we all know, blacks out games in your local market. That's the biggest attractor. If you want to buy the baseball package, great. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can uh, I can get a VPN and tell my VPN that I live in Miami, Florida, and then I can get there. Stop jumping through hoops. Just tell me what the price is. Let me buy my games. Right. Bally's tried to do that with an app that nobody bought, and they rolled it out in May. And no, well, I think it was later than that. Right. It was by yeah. June. Yeah. And the Royals, were out, the Royals were out of it. So who's going to pay twenty bucks a month to watch so. a team that's already out of contention? Diamond only has 14 teams. This again, 14, though, that's a little Chelsea, bit less than half. Chelsea, Chelsea James. Yeah, it's true. That's it's a big half, number. Yeah. I mean, only 14. No, that's a that's a big <laughs> number. So Diamond has only 14 teams. Not all would be able to terminate agreements at the same time. So if this happens, sounds like not everyone would be able to get local broadcasts on MLB TV, but some would. A start, question mark. Also, Manfred said that a Diamond can't make payments. MLB will send out what revenue each market teams uh or each what each market earns back to the teams, but admitted they probably won't be able to recoup the full value of those deals immediately. That's exactly right. I can terminate my deal and baseball will make it up to me. Good. Where do I sign up? Where do I sign up for this? And and again, I'm, I'm speaking to John right now. John, me and you talking here. Here's what I'm going to do for you. I'll live stream all the games on my Twitter account and comment on them, and I'll do every single game. You just pick up the travel costs. I was advocating uh, we stick a... Uh, GoPro on Ryan Lefevre's head, and he's calling the games here on the radio, and we just watch his video feed. Whatever that would, it takes. That'd be great. Whatever it takes in the interim. That would be great. 
We'll hook up Ryan with a monitor feed. Right. And uh, he, he can send it out to the to the rest of us. This Denny, is, Denny this holds is... up his cell phone. I don't know. Do you think Whatever. Denny has a cell phone? I, or, a, or a smartphone? I don't it's know. It's a flip. It's does a flip it, phone. Does yeah. it have a camera? Anyway, grainy one? Any, uh... Whatever it takes. Get rid of what you're doing now. It sucks. It's, it's, it, it is dreadful. It is awful. And, and like I said to start this segment off, I mean, you, you put it so eloquently. I, you, you sounded like me almost a little bit there going hyperbolic Josh a little bit. It's not hyper, hyperbole at all. Bally's a single-handedly crushed baseball. You killed your fans. You yes. killed your fans I, because you couldn't get the I product. I can't tell them. you how many people I run into that like, yeah, I'm, I'm paying attention. Yeah, it's not because they're they're losing; it's because they just can't get it. I'm looking at the text line right now. I used to have the Royals game on Fox Sports almost every night. Have definitely become disengaged yes. since. Yes. Um. Uh. Let me see. Bally's has ruined baseball. Yep. Lucky for me, I had Spectrum. Bally's is included. Okay. Great. You're one of the few. Uh. The only time I saw the Royals last year was in a bar. I haven't watched the Royals since Bally's took over. Denny is the only way I roll his HUD still around. Uh, my son plays D1 baseball. We didn't even buy Bally's. Too much free baseball. It's pathetic. I haven't watched the Royals since Bally's took over. I even uninstalled my garage TV because I wasn't using it. I actually don't mind peeing with one leg up. That's a different, different one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Different time. I didn't watch a complete Royals game all season because of Bally's. I'm telling you, man, it, it, it's, it's not just I'm saying it's not just you and I have been harping on it it's right. not, I, I, every day. Every day I bump into somebody that says every day. Oh, every day, Josh, every day I, I walk into the J, the, the guys it. are sitting there where do we talk sports every day? And at least and once all, a week, it's, it's, these are all, baseball fans. Are they want to watch fans it. And they want, they want to be Royals fans and, and right. they, you can't find them. Right. Your product can't find them. You can't, can't find get them. To them. And again, it's it, look, the, the Royals didn't have success last year. We know they fired Dayton Moore and the manager, right? I mean, things needed to change from a, from a baseball standpoint. But this town is different. We don't care if you're 62 and 100. You're still watching. The ratings are unbelievable when they can get to the, to, to the viewer for Major League Baseball. Our radio ratings for baseball are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, people want to watch our team play. And and so when you took that away because Bally's being incompetent at what they do, it truly hurt the fans and then in turn hurt the team. And you know what? By not having those games on TV, that three-hour commercial every night, people forgot they were there and in turn probably didn't go to the ballpark and the Royals weren't top of mind. And and that's just the way it is. That's just the way it is with TV. And and Bally's is so, so pathetically incompetent at what they do. Like, I am rooting for them to fail so hard right now because it's not fair to the fan. And I hate to use the term fair, but it's not. You shouldn't have to make a fan base or 14 fan bases switch cable providers and do all this crap because you can't figure out your business. You suck. Yeah. And I don't know how fast they could turn it around, but it doesn't really matter because this product's been so bad. Like, if, if I mean, we're talking, we're, we're, Pitchers and catchers have reported, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, like they're there. Yeah, we're like we're like underway, and and games, I mean, training games that that are around the corner, right? We're gonna have a bunch here on Six Ten Sports Radio, but TV around Major League Baseball starts to broadcast yeah. games here and there, and Those what are have some you. of my favorite times: two o'clock and, on a Tuesday, watching and the game with Sun. I, you know, so I don't know how fast they're gonna be able to to kind of almost take it in house at the last minute, but I'm guessing they've also been kind of preparing for this in a way, yeah. so. Um, I'm I'm all for it because what they're doing what they're doing hasn't worked, mm-hmm. and they need to uh, revamp it. And I'm glad Major League Baseball is going to take it over, if only for like a, a season or yeah. whatever, until they can find somebody else that can pick it up. Although it seems they might have to just carry it because 
they had trouble finding a buyer when when the Sinclair group or whatever came in and bought them and turned it into Bally's. I yeah. mean, they, they had trouble ever since Fox Sports got out. Right, which has been a year, just so you know. Bally's has only been around one year, I think. What? Right? Yeah, I think it's only been around one year. One year. Really? Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, I thought this was like heading into season three. I was no, thinking they, I, sir. They, they couldn't find a buyer. I you think know? they rebranded in the middle of two seasons ago to Bally's, and then... Well, so then they didn't own it then. Fox didn't call it Bally's. No, but it's only been one full season. It's only been one full season of Bally's. So they they it hasn't been a lot of demand to buy it. There wasn't. Okay. There wasn't a lot of demand to buy it. So they may have they may have a problem in that regard. They may have to just have this as their in house product, and that would be which fine. would be fine. And I, I want to address this on the text line. It wasn't just Sinclair. The Royals are at fault for signing such a crappy deal. It takes two to take. No, the Royals didn't sign a deal with Sinclair. It was signed before they switched to Bally's. And it, it, it it's not a crappy deal because 14 other teams had the same deal. This is what's out there. This is what you're dealing with. They took with. on the deal and couldn't live up to their They couldn't end of the live deal. up to the deal. They couldn't live up to their end of the bargain. Yeah. yeah. And then got into fights with everybody about rights. Right. With every everybody, I think, right? I mean, they I think they battled everybody in the cable verse and whatever right. at some point in time in that short <laughs> year, as you said. Yeah. Uh, they were having problems getting getting their games. And now we know why they needed people to pay for their, their channel because they're bankrupt. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, some of the texts that are coming in, man, I I feel everybody's pain on this one. I I, I do. He, this guy, nine, one, three, I'm sick. I overpaid due to spectrum just so I could watch the Royals. Hope something happens so I can get it cheaper. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent on board with you. Baseball's my favorite sport. And every year it becomes ever increasingly obsolete to me due to the lack of viewing options. I'm with you, my friend. I spend too much money. To consume sports. I'm, I, yeah, I do. I, I, do. I, I, I do. I do. And I'm in the camp of if you gave it to me a la carte right now, MLB TV with Royals, I'd buy it. But you'd buy it. 100%. Buy it. And I'm not a baseball fan. I'm I'm having a hard time with baseball right now. You are. But if you gave me that whole thing, maybe, guess what? Maybe you'd develop me back into a full-scale baseball fan mm-hmm. if I could get my freaking team right. whenever I wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> I might stumble upon and watch some other baseball. But give me give me that MLB TV package with Royals. I'm in. I'm paying for it. Yeah. Here's my check. From the 913, I have to borrow my dad's cable provider login to watch Royals right. games. Bull crap. Right. Hey, as long as it's not Netflix, you're okay. That's what I'm, that's yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Going through hoops on Avivo. Uh here's a I've I had to install a VPN and I've had to do this and mm-hmm. I had to do that. And I had to do, you shouldn't have to do all that stuff. From the 913, it's so hard to watch you can't even illegally stream it. Yes. <laughs> it's true. You, you made it hard for people <laughs> to yeah. circumvent yeah. the system. I'll just change your VPN. No, it's hard to do that too. You know, you know, again, that's why the NFL is the number one sport in this country. It is because of their TV product. It is because they're on Fox and CBS and NBC. And, you know, when it's on and you don't have to jump through hoops and you don't have to stand on your roof and try to figure out a way to watch this game, to watch this product. Baseball, you do. Ooh. My college-age son introduced me to illegal streaming, caught quite a few Royals games for free. <laughs> I know, but that's still jumping through hoops. It is. It's a pain in the ass. Have you you've gotten on some of those sites before? I, I've had yes. people, and I've tried, and yes. I'm like, I'm like, there's too much. Uh, I'm out. It's just, it's too complicated it's at times for that. And then it constantly, you got to constantly change and stay ahead of the game. So yeah, you got to beat that. You got to beat that logo. Yeah, <laughs> that, that uh, federal logo mm-hmm. every once in a while. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but I mean, people Man. were critical of what the MLS did with Apple TV, right? People at least were, they know where to go get. You it. know where to get every game, and every game's going to be on. Yeah. And you know where to go. Yeah. 
Okay, take my money. I got it, you know. If you but want, I, but, but 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 if I want it, I can go get it. Right. I know exactly where I can go to get it. Right, it's, it's really easy. Every game is going to be on Apple TV for Sporting KC this year. Fine, you know exactly where to go. Yeah. Valleys, I got to I got to do eighteen different things. It, it's it's a disgraceful product. I'm so glad Major League Baseball can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel to get out of this crappy deal and allow people to stream games in their home market and watch their product. Because I, I, and give credit to Rob Manfred, man. We we pee on that guy all the time, right? Oh, Rob Manfred's this. He's terribly terrible. This guy's got a plan ready to roll. He's got a plan ready to roll when this breaks down. Most times in baseball, they're like, well, I don't know. Call us in three years. We'll figure it out. Like, he's got a plan ready to go, and I'm so appreciative of that because I know how much baseball means to our community. It just does. And it's not just our community. It's 14 communities where people can't watch their games because of this horrible TV provider that has killed the fan base of baseball teams all around the country. Getting all games right here on 610 Sports Radio. Correct. (laughs) And and on my Twitter feed coming soon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Already... JJ has stepped out of Dayton's shadow. We'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. I just saw that. You just showed me that Leo Chanel video. Climbing up the bus. Climbing up the bus. Oh, my God. Uh, I bet I, I bet there are meetings that take place at, at Arrowhead today going, all right, we got to do. <laughs> the quarterback almost fell out of the bus. Right. We had another guy scaling the side of a bus. We had a horse in the Crown Center shops. Like, we got we to gotta be careful. It was fun and all, but we got to be careful. Yeah, there's probably meetings Gotta going be on. careful, yeah. Gotta be meetings going on like, all right, what are we going to do? Right. I've, I've suggested the uh, the the child harness. Like my uh, sister who used to be leashed. Yep. Um, go ahead and do that if you if you need to. But I'm guessing uh, I'm guessing there's some consternation today. About Dude, Matt, you got you, you got to stop uh, dancing, and, and bro. And NFL Network just can't stop showing the Matt boy, Nagy oh dancing. Boy. It is it is it is tremendous. I thought Henny was good at the after party. Uh, this is Nagy's, this is Nagy's this is way Nagy's better. taking the cake. Yeah, future head coach Matt Nagy He's like here, just dancing. front and center, cutting it up. Oh my! I mean, his dancing—it's great. It's right? just—it's great. It's epic. I mean, but Leo Chanel climbing the side of a bus—that we can't be doing that. No. Athletic as heck, though. That was a move. Nagy was able to dance because he saved quarterback one from falling out of the bus. Yeah, I'd be dancing, too. Yeah. We got him for 10 more years. Or or, 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 I'm here for life. Uh I'm here for life. I just saved the quarterback. (laughs) They can't touch me. (laughs) Can't touch me. I'm Matt Nagy. For for dads everywhere, you go, Matt. Yeah, you go, Matt. You You did it for all of us, brother. Did your your thing. You really did. Um. J.J. Piccolo getting out of Dayton Moore's shadow mm-hmm. is something that I think is fully underway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there was a, there were some people that were a little bit worried. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're looking to make wholesale changes, you promoted the second guy. Yeah, but Jayden. been in the regi- regime, and he's had to fight a little bit of the, well, but I'm, while I 
We'll take some things from Dayton Moore, right? right. Clearly. Yep. Um, I'm my own person. I have my own management style and my own leadership. Um, that's that's something that, that's pretty natural when you have a a, uh, a mentor. somebody that moves up like that. Yeah. Like Brett, like Brett Veach even, really, right? Mm-hmm. And he worked under John Dorsey. And took and, nothing from him. And I doubt it. Well, not salary cap. He didn't take the salary no, cap. He didn't take salary cap from him, out no. of him for sure. But I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure he probably took some things from sure. him. Sure. And but then clearly, like I'm, I'm going to do things uh, my way with using some of the things I have learned. So uh-huh. it's 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 natural, but you have to kind of create your own identity. You do, and I, I almost said Jayton there. You know, combining JJ and Dayton, but that couldn't be further from the truth. My theme for the Royals this year is JJ is not Dayton. And I'm going to continue to cite examples of how J.J. is not Dayton. So I think fans understand that it's not the same old song and dance out there at Kauffman Stadium. John Sherman and his organization are trying to turn over a new leaf. They're trying to make things different. They want to win baseball games worse than anybody right now. And promoting J.J., I know a lot. It's natural. It's it's, it's natural for people to say, Oh, he's just going to be the same old guy. I promise you, in so many different ways, J.J. is not Dayton. He is not the same guy. He's not going to be, you know, scouting the same players, signing the same guys, doing the same things, all of that kind of stuff. J.J. is his own man, and he's going to make his own decisions. I've had a lot of conversations with J.J. since he's taken over as general manager of this team, and I can tell you his vision for this team is awesome, and we should all be very excited about that. And one of those examples that came about yesterday is that I saw this little – it's a minor thing, but it's again, it's it's J.J. getting out of Dayton's shadow and letting everybody know he's not the same person. J.J. is going to arbitration with two players this year. Dayton went to one arbitration in 16 years, and we always said, oh, that's great. He didn't create animosity at that. But maybe at times he was spending too much money on players that really didn't deserve it. You know, sometimes you have to go to arbitration because at the end of the day, this is a business. And while Dayton didn't go to arbitration with anybody except one player, and I forget who that was. I think it was last year, if I'm not mistaken. When 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 you're paying those guys, you were doing it, I guess, out of goodwill. And hopefully down the line, it would work out for you, right? Well, it never did. It never did. It never paid off. We never got anything out of the deal by doing the the things the nice way and paying somebody early and not going to arbitration. So if I'm the Royals right now, I'm looking at that and go, for 16 years, we benefited the player, gave them the opportunity to not have to go to arbitration, maybe kicked in a few extra bucks. And other than Salvi being around forever, what did we get out of this? Because they did it with Moose. They did it with Haas. They did it with Kane. They got nothing out of the deal. They didn't get any extra, you know, hometown discounts to come back. or They all left, every one of them, right? So what's the point of, of buying out guys early, not going to arbitration, when at the end of the day, this is a business? And I know it sucks to go through those arbitration hearings, but I kind of like it. You got to put your flag in the ground and say, no, hey, we're not just going to pay you because we like you. Heck, they went to arbitration with the only guy who had a flipping good season last year. Right. They went to arbitration with Brady Singer, for goodness sakes. Right. <laughs> and 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 they won, actually. The Royals actually won that one. So. The Singer arbitration case, yeah, which is yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. He's making less than he wanted. Well, so what? Go out there and earn it. Go out, go out there and earn go it. Go out right? and earn more. And, yeah. and also, too, it's a carrot for the players. You didn't get what you wanted. This is what. And, and look, arbitration is a nasty thing, Josh. It's like if you, if you go into the negotiation as the team, you got to make a list of everything 
Here's your that cons. You suck at. Here's the cons. Here's the cons list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. basically, and nobody wants to do that. You don't. You don't want to do that because it does create the animosity. But also, sometimes these guys need to hear it, man. Baseball players are so damn coddled. Like nobody wants to tell them they're not doing it right. And by going to arbitration, now you know if you're Brady Singer, right? You've got everything laid out there that the organization wants you to get better at. Go out there and get better at it, and, and then you'll get paid. And I think I think Brady Singer's going to have an amazing year. He is going I, to be the opening day starter. I I don't know that he heard anything that they hadn't already told him, though. Yeah, maybe not. You're right, because they did tell him a lot last Brady year. Brady Singer had yeah. a, like, li, the, the literal, you know, come to Jesus right. um, meetings last year. It's, it's believed yep. that do you want to succeed? Here's here's how to succeed. Right. You're not doing this, this, and this. We need to do this, and and then he go then, to Omaha. Then he turned the corner. Yeah, he did, and he did. So and so maybe this will give him to turn the corner even yeah, more. It might know? not have been anything you hadn't heard already. <laughs> yeah. In this case, and but. and 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 Brady Singer too, from a demeanor standpoint, is very much like Zach Ranky. Very just kind of that calm demeanor, but the the fire inside him is very much like Zach Ranky too, where it burns to kick your ass. And Brady Singer's on his way to kicking ass in baseball. And so if this season he doesn't get what he wants but goes out there and kicks ass, next season he'll get a nice little deal. And I also think, too, and this is just just me kind of speculating, I think Brady Singer, when you start to look at guys that you want to be a part of this franchise long-term, I think he's number one on that list of getting a deal done, like a long-term deal. You know, we want to keep our own around here. Brady Singer, I think, is on that list. I think, obviously, Bobby Witt Jr. is on that list. And I also think Vinny Pasquantino is on that list. And and I would also say this. If they try to work out a deal with Bobby Witt Jr. and they get to, like, year four of Bobby Witt Jr. and they haven't had a deal done, don't be shocked if he's traded. Or any of these guys. Don't be shocked if any of these guys are traded. Yeah. They're not going to let them reach the end of their contract and get a compensatory pick. They're just not going to do that. That's nor, not the way they're going to operate. Should they, nor should they. That's not the way that they're going to operate. And when do you have the most trade value for a guy? When you got a couple of years still remaining. Left. Yeah. Yeah. Still yeah. Left. So I, it's 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 going to be it's going to be a completely different atmosphere at Kauffman Stadium that we've experienced, and I'm ready for it. It's going to be fresh. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be new, and it's going to be something I think we can all get behind. Uh, speaking of both Singer and Wit. Singer not listed in any of the odds for the Cy Young Award. There's your carrot, too. Go win a Cy Young Award. Right. And, uh, you know, as it's going, you might enter the odds list, Mm -hmm. right? And then AL MVP, Bobby Wood Jr. stands at a 50 to 1. I'll throw a couple of bucks down on that. What the hell? 50 to 1? I, I kind of, I I look at that and I'm like, I kind of like that. That must mean they think Bobby Wood's going to have a nice little season. Because Bobby Witt had a decent year last year, right? Decent year last year. His batting average is a little low, but whatever. He stole bases. He hit home runs. If he goes out there, and Ned captain the ship, if, if he goes out there like and, and plays shortstop this year for 162 games, hits about 280, 20 bombs, 20 steals, he will be in the conversation and should be for MVP. That, th- that's, that's impressive to do that. So 50 to 1 odds, I, I'll throw 10 bucks down on that or something like that on the FanDuel app while I'm eating my smokehouse beans. I'll go to the bet MGM and look, too. Uh, I don't I, I don't think it's long enough for me. Oh, okay. 
But that's a good thing from a fan. Like, if it was 500 to 1, you're like, oh, no chance. But 50 to 1, I'm like, 500 to 1 huh. feels like a better better value. Well, it's a much better value. <laughs> yeah. It's a better value, probably more realistic. I don't think he's winning an AL MVP. Probably you know not. Like, probably I, not. I, think, I feel like that's, that's wasted money. But at 500 to 1, I'd be like, oh, okay, sure. I'll plug down a couple bucks. If this one hits, you can go ha 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 later. All but, the way to the bank. Yeah. But, uh, I don't. I don't know. Fifty to one's long enough. But I think Singer should be on the odds for the Cy Young Award. I, I'm. I just got a funny feeling about him this year. I think Brady Singer's going to have a hell of a season. I really do. I, I think he's right. going to be good. I. I'm not. I'm not doubting it. But I. You I'm, need to see it. I'm you, in full prove it mode at the Royals. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I don't want to hear anything. Yeah. I don't want to hear any of the spin. I don't want to hear nine. any of the whatever. Um, and Vernon, I'm not going to spin. No. Um, show it to me. Show it to me. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it. I mean, I, I, get, no, if I can. I mean, if I mean, you can, we can I mean. find. We can find it. We can. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the uh, the the Kelseys got together post Super Bowl, and and uh, hammered out a New Heights podcast this week. Uh, amongst the topics they were uh, they were getting to, uh, the uh, the the field conditions. We talked about the the turf conditions a little bit earlier. Once again, down in Arizona, and how uh, it was silly. Uh, George Toma was being blamed or credited. Blamed in the Eagles' perspective, credited in the Chiefs' perspective. Maybe he was trying to help out his favorite team. George Toma legitimately had nothing to do with that playing he's, surface. He's an emeritus. He basically goes down there and Oklahoma says, State was in charge of the says, field. Go and go and do that. So I guess thanks Oklahoma State. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, the Kelseys were discussing the uh, the field conditions in uh, Arizona. Teams struggled with the field at times. Yeah, the field was not good. It was a slippery field. That's part of the environment. Certain fields sometimes are a little bit slicker. My molds were grabbing really well pregame. I didn't really have many issues running out there. Yeah. But obviously some guys did. You know, it's one of those things where you got to try and figure that out pregame if you can and get into the right footwear. It was certainly talked about. And there's one clip that somebody showed online. Both tackles, the entire D-line <laughs> and Pat all fell like on the same play. Yeah. It was not an ideal turf situation out there. Especially when you got around the paint the logo on the in the middle of the field yeah i didn't have any problems either though and to be honest i love that is it weird we're the exact same dude i like that it's not pristine conditions every time you got to figure it out that's the beauty of the nfl it ain't like baseball where you're going to stop it just because there's a little bit of rain coming down i want more layers of difficulty i want as much (laughs) that is going to make this out of your comfort zone as possible because i'm gonna figure it out boy they're not typical nfl no i'm just kidding they're not typical uh athletes Right. <laughs> they wanted to so I don't care if it's not pristine. I don't like it. It, it looked like extra paint. I, I'm with those guys. It looked like extra paint on the NFL logo. Like it was super bright. It's got to look good on TV. And, yeah. And I felt like, well, they really jazzed it up. It, we yeah. were they were like, well, they really jazzed up the logo, didn't they? For Are this, you talking for about the game? shield at the 50? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was probably it was extra paint. And, yeah. You know, made it a little bit, uh, a little bit slick. Um, again, as, as, as you know, we continue to hear people criticize the field and some nerd from the Guardian broke it down about how many percentage plays of the snaps the Eagles slipped on versus the Chiefs and whatnot. The end of the day, this is why coaching matters in the NFL, and this is why Andy Reid continues to remain on top. They didn't have to change their shoes. They went out there in pregame. You're down there on the field. You said this is, absolutely happens. You go out there on the field pregame, you check out the conditions of the field, and then you go back and you tell your players, hey, this is what the field looks like. These are the cleats we're going to need to wear today. And they put those cleats on, and they were just fine. a whole case of shoes. There you go. Here's the other one. That's Andy Reid. No detail goes unnoticed and unthought about. Uh, The Kelseys were discussing crying as well. No crying in football. There was a lot of crying. The moment I saw mom is when I got really emotional because, man – it was so awesome. 
it was awesome for, you know, she was on top of the world for, for a week. She was the heavyweight champ, man. She was on top of it, and she shined the whole time, man. That was that was the coolest part. Mom, you absolutely killed it. Dad, you've been killing it. Yep. It was just so cool, man, to see uh, you know her get to celebrate in that with us. Yeah, I'm with you, brother. It was an awesome moment. <sighs> just so happy for her, and so happy that um, you know she got her moment. Dad got his. So yeah, I was the only. <laughs> ironically, you know, you you lose the Super Bowl. And you're you're crying after the game, and they're not tears of sadness. You know, they're tears of joy. <laughs> How about those two? That's awesome. That's great, man. That's awesome. You know, it's, his it's, parents did have did have a week. Oh that. yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But I'll, I'll tell you this: you, you you see those two guys all the time, and it's always party dudes having fun. Hearing that right there, pretty real. That's, huh? that's the best stuff yep. I've ever heard from the Kelseys. Yep. yep. Hearing that right there is the best stuff that I've ever heard from the Kelsey brothers because they kept it real and they related to everybody. Everybody has that mom moment. Everybody feels like that. I mean, I could share mine was two weeks ago when my uncle passed away and I I finally got to the funeral and I just grabbed my mother and hugged her and I started crying. And you, you want that mom moment for you. And those boys were so lucky to have mom on the field to celebrate with the winner and then to console the loser. I mean, could you have scripted that any better? I'm saying two, and to have two of your kids at that level of what they've accomplished, and to be right there yeah. and witness it all, be that's there, cool. be part of it, really, and, you really know. cool. And it was, I, I'm sure you've all seen the video of her at the end of the game that NFL has put out, where she's hugging Travis and celebrating, and then sees Jason and goes up to him and, and consoles him. And the fact that she was able to turn it like that, like that's a mom. That's what moms yeah. do. That's why they're different um, than dads. Uh, Jason also like stud. He was on the field. For so long after the game, and it wasn't. Uh, he 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 probably spoke to every member of the Chiefs mm-hmm. and congratulated them. Like like complete. He could have just got a cup, hug Trav, and God, and and said hi to Pat and Andy Reid. He was out. I don't know. He was out there. He might have been in the field longer than I was. I mean, he was. He yeah, was, your back was hurting. I mean, you stood well, for a I, while. I didn't go to the locker room, um, but. <laughs> He uh, he must have congratulated every chief. I mean, I was like, well, I was like, man, what a stand-up dude. I mean, he's like going out of his way to to congratulate everybody in the toughest moment of since I don't know. It's your toughest career moment. Yeah, there's no there's Quite no other possibly. way to put it. And you know, we talked about it yesterday with, with Philadelphia, and, and I got them at six and eleven. I think their window is closed, and I think they all realize that. Just hearing these players over the last well, couple of days, and know. he may retire. Right, right, exactly. They had to coax him back with a keg of beer. Remember? Right, right. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. He may, he may not. I'm guessing he announced it on the on the podcast when and if he has a decision. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. That maybe may be it for him too. It may be. But I mean, but you look at and hear from those players, and I think the realization was real at that point in time. We just wasted a golden opportunity. Travis also told, uh, got emotional with uh, with Jason. I did say one thing. I told you it was the funnest year of my life. Yeah, it was a great time. To see this script, or however you want to call it, play out like it did, and to be set in schedule every single week to talk it over with you, man. That was something I could have never drew up. I could have never expected it to be this damn fun, man. The crazy part is I would never be playing this damn game if it wasn't for you. Stop. Yes, you would. It's the truth, man. I followed your footsteps into it when you started playing football. So you started playing hockey, I started playing hockey. You started playing football, I started 
started playing football. I've kind of just been following your footsteps throughout this whole gig and to go through everything leading up to this moment or leading up to this year and then having the year that we had and then meeting you at the mountaintop, brother. It was like we were on top of that thing together, man. Yeah. But uh, I screwed up a few years of my life not being able to play on the field with you. And I always hated uh, Philadelphia for not giving me that opportunity, knowing that I had f***ed it up so many times. I just wanted that one chance to, you know, team up with my dog the way I thought it was supposed to be. And I got so much respect for the Eagles organization. And uh, things happen for a reason, man. Yep. It was cool to break the barrier of uh, two brothers going against each other. I don't think the story would have been the same. I don't think the drama would have been the same. I don't think people enjoy our family the same this week that they did, if it's any other way. So in a sense, I don't hate the Eagles as much as I used to. I have some appreciation <laughs> for Roseman and Lurie taking uh, Zach Ertz. Yeah, <laughs> so look at that. Uh, the Kelsey's on the new Heights podcast. Of course, he's referring to college. Yeah. Where could have played with his brother more. Right. But, and he didn't. He screwed and he, up. And he didn't. And yeah. he wanted to be an eagle because his brother was an eagle. Um, that's pretty cool. It's interesting, too, because, you know, I'm a big brother. And and I've got two daughters. And, and my oldest daughter says the same thing that I used to say. Stop following me around to my younger sister. <laughs> you know, like, you, you're yeah, like, yeah, oh, it she, she needs natural. It's natural. But your yeah. younger sibling, if you're a good, bigger sibling, wants to be with you, wants to be like you idolizes you and that's what Travis did with Jason he freaking idolized his big brother and still probably does idolize his big brother like I don't think that ever leaves you and and I I think you always look up to your bigger sibling and root for your bigger sibling and want to be like your bigger sibling because usually the first one's the favorite if I'm not mistaken right Um, and and so my my daughter's like that as well now they're only 12 months and 20 days apart my sister didn't follow me around because of course she was leashed Leashed. she was a runner yes the only reason she followed (laughs) us around is because she was on the leash so it's been well documented From the text line, do you think he has a spot here as right tackle if Wiley leaves? Kelsey? (laughs) Jason Kelsey? No, I don't think. I think he's he's an eagle or nothing. He's a center or nothing. He's a center, yeah. He's a center too, but he's an eagle or nothing. That's it. That's it. I'm pretty sure that that's that's going to be the uh, the case. Uh, We're going to play a little I told you so involving a member of the media who is not wanting to be a member of the media. Next. Fesco in the morning. One of the greatest duos. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. That's just 19 confirmed accidents. Right. Be careful out there. Very slick conditions. Icy roadways all over the metro. And again, 635, that big one that's still... Uh, remains uh, a problem. Um, Eric Bieniemy is going to interview with the Washington Commanders today. Since he's going there, I'll call it Commanders. Yeah. Uh, to be their offensive coordinator. Good. Ron Rivera is a great dude, man. That that's a nice little match there. You know Rivera is going to give him the offense. Yeah, come run the offense. Mm-hmm. Who's the quarterback there? What's that guy's name? Is it? Is it Taylor Heineke or someone no, else? No, it's it there's be. some other name. It should be Taylor Heineke. I've heard of him. Like I've, Bill Potroast or been, something like that. I've been that. in his camp. Um, I wasn't in his camp, and then he played that playoff game, and I was like, okay, what do they – We haven't heard from him since. What do they see yeah. wrong with him? And then they never, never – they're never, always looking to replace him. Yeah. Man, it never really worked out well. Never worked out well. I forget what the guy's name is. Paul Pfeiffer? I've <coughs> heard of him. Paul Pfeiffer? Yeah, I don't know. Where are you going with that one? That like your first name that came to mind. Oh, I don't know. thought that was your uh, eighth grade. No, Paul Pfeiffer was Driver's in the Wonder Years. Whatever. Oh, okay. 
Somebody says Thornton Howell. That's who it is. Sam Howell, yeah. Oh. Never heard of him. Right now, their, their depth chart is Sam Howell, uh, Taylor Heineke, and Carson Wentz. But Carson Wentz has got to go. That guy sucks. At the moment. Carson Wentz is the Bally's of the NFL. Just incompetent at what he does. And not somebody you want around at a party. Gave you multiple chances. Yeah. Screwed up. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, Carson Wentz is the Bally's sports of the NFL. Both need to just go. So Find so, something else to do. Um, again, I've been on the record. I, I, I don't think it's right. Eric Bieniemy should have already gotten a head coaching job. Heck, probably should be in in line to be on the hot seat to be fired yeah, by now. Yeah, this should be the year where he's on the hot seat you know, going into the season. You know yeah, I mean? He probably should yeah. already be at that stage, let alone still looking for that first head coaching job. Right. Uh, but apparently now the uh, the case has been made where go run your own offense somewhere, get out of Andy Reid's shadow, mm-hmm. and this could give you the better chance to to, uh, to do it. And we'll I think see. Andy wants that to happen for him. Andy said it last week. You know, yeah. Hopefully Eric gets to go someplace where he can run his own show. Ron Rivera. A defensive guy. Ron Rivera's connected with Andy. Yep, yep. I mean, it sounds like a nice, logical landing spot. And if he can make Thurston Howell the third look like a good quarterback, my God, let's go. Head coaching job. If he goes to Washington next year and does great things with the offense and doesn't get a head coaching job, then we need to have an investigation of this league. Or give us – every team has to give you the goods. Why, why, why didn't you hire him? Yeah. Explain it. Why didn't you hire him? Give us, lay it out. Lay it out. What, what, what's everybody missing here? Because you can't tell me Shane Steckline or whoever got the Indianapolis job is a better coach than Eric Bieniemy. Because last year at this time, I did not know who Shane Steckline was. No, Steichen, I believe. Whatever. Doesn't matter. And it's not going to work here in three years. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's got fired <laughs> written all uh, over him. Now he head coach in three yeah, years. So yeah, so does the guy that Arizona hired. Yeah. What's his name? Mm-hmm. Dwayne Kuyper or something? <laughs> Never heard of him. Wow, Dwayne Kuyper. Dwayne Kuyper, former Kuiper. major league pitcher and <laughs> San Francisco Giants, Giants uh, color analyst. Yeah. Who did they hire? Why I know that. What was his name? Lou Ferrigno? Who no. did they hire? Lou Amarillo is the Cincinnati Bengals defensive coordinator. You keep, you keep Jonathan Gannon. Gannon. That's yeah, it. Jonathan Gannon. Gannon. He's such a rem- memorable name. Yeah. 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 Maybe you got to give Jonathan Gannon a chance, though, don't right. you? Uh, no, you don't. You Cause, absolutely don't. Because he made one, such great adjustments. I'm just saying there was one time a Gannon got overlooked, and we we're all pissed yeah, about it. You know so what maybe still. I should give him a little bit more of a leech. Yeah, well, I think in, in Arizona, their piss Gerback didn't get the job. <laughs> yeah, because Freddie Gerback didn't get the job. Jonathan Gannon did. Who? Freddie Gerback. No, I mean, who's Jonathan Gannon? Never heard of him. He's the defensive coordinator. That's of the, the guy. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's the guy they sent to Arizona to take on yeah. the, uh, the, the yeah. job down there. Yeah. Best of luck. Yeah. See you in three years back in Philadelphia as a defensive backs coach. Jonathan Gannon. Did you know Jonathan Gannon or Shane Steckline a year ago? No. 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 Barely knew Nick now, Sirianni. Yeah. Barely knew Sirianni. Now those two guys are head coaches in the NFL. Please. Yeah, and EB's not. And EB's and not. EB has right. to go look at another right. job of the same ilk and work magic. Right. And again, unfairly. Yeah, if you can make Thurston Howell the third look good under center, then we'll think about yeah, giving you, know, a you job. Ran the You ran the number one offense, but let's see what you can do with the 28th. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> I don't know what that number they were. I'm pretty close to 28th. Probably, I mean, they're probably, firing their offensive coordinator. Probably yeah. so. Probably so. Um, from the I told you so department, or we told you so department, you told you so department. Um, <laughs> I mean, this was, I mean, come on. Like uh, Ray Charles could see this coming. Guess <laughs> I would use Stevie Wonder, but we know he wasn't blind. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, I believe he saw. Still does. Mm-hmm. That microphone stand didn't. No, he didn't catch that out of intuition. I see," said the blind man he as he grabbed, picked up his hammer and saw. Grab that mic stand as it was popping over. 
This was from from Adam Schefter yesterday. Uh, It's not the first time and likely won't be the last. Carolina and Indianapolis discussed prominent offensive coaching roles with ESPN analyst Dan Orlovsky. No no question. Before he opted to remain at the network. I'd say stay another year, drive up your price, and maybe get a better opportunity than Indianapolis and I bet he's I bet he goes to the Colts if Jeff Saturday's there though. Maybe. Who are uh, no, Indianapolis and who? Carolina. Carolina. I bet he's I bet he's with the Colts of Saturday. Neither there. team has a quarterback. Right. Right. But, no, I'm telling you, yeah, yeah. yeah. Neither team has no, a quarterback. So if you're Dan Orlovsky, you're you he clearly wants to be a coach in the NFL. There's no doubt. Well, Look at the way I'm just saying you can say all you want that he's got opportunities. I don't know that he does. I'm saying if if, if Jeff Saturday, who he lobbied for and worked with at yeah. ESPN, got the head coaching job, I guarantee he's there. He's probably there. He's there as an offensive maybe is it offensive coordinator? Is it quarterback's coach? I don't know. He's probably pining for an offensive but, but, coordinator. But Josh. But you watch him on ESPN and he's not talking to you and I. No. I mean, some of his outlandish stuff he is, but he gets like way nerdy. Mm-hmm. They let him get way nerdy on that NFL live show. And I was watching a few weeks ago and I texted you. I go, oh my God, he's talking to coaches. He's he's trying to, he's trying to find somebody that's going to hire him. That's right. That's all the bit is on NFL, NFL uh, live. Mm-hmm. Him up there drawing to show you how smart he is so he can get a coaching no job. No question. I don't blame him. Use, use your current job to get a better job, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, have, I have no issue with that for him uh, at all. I love break it. it I would him. like to see him get a job. Hate to break it to him. That's a better job. <laughs> ESPN. Yes. Much better job. Yes. Yeah, much he's better already job. got the better job. But you know what he also did? He increased his value at ESPN. Two teams want to hire this guy? Yeah. Oh, we better find a way to keep him. Now, I'll tell you this. Dan Orlovsky made the smart move by staying at ESPN. The longer you're on TV, the more coveted you become. Well, you become smarter. And you become smarter. Yeah. And he became really smart because Indianapolis and Carolina do not have a quarterback. Why, if you're Dan Orlovsky, when you your dream is to be a coach in the NFL, clearly, and an offensive guy at that, and a quarterback, why would you take a job in Indianapolis or Carolina when neither have a quarterback? You're only setting yourself up for failure. Go work another year at ESPN, bank that cash, and I don't know become what, smarter uh, in everybody's eyes, and then go to a team that has a quarterback. I don't know what prominent roles are either. He didn't Probably sp- OC, specifically right? say OC, so I don't know. Like He could have specifically said he was offered, or you discussed offensive coordinator roles. He said prominent offensive, yeah. so I don't know what that means. Could be quarterback coach, though. Could be. Is that a prominent role? I don't know. I think so. Yeah. I would think, yeah, I think. Uh, aside from coordinator, but it, if it's going to be coordinator, wouldn't you say coordinator? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I would say I would say offensive coordinator's prominent role is an offensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah, but then why, why, why would you say coordinator? Well, you don't want to let the cat out of the bag under the condition of anonymity. I just don't think he's offering offensive coordinator positions. Uh, what I'm saying, maybe not. Maybe the wide receivers. We're going to make you work your way up. Could be a. It could be. Yeah. Well, why say prominent though? Why not just say a position on the staff? Well, because it was good. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't. The, it wasn't the last guy in, but he's not the first guy in. You know what I mean? Like, nah. I think. I look. If it's not the offensive coordinator, you're. It's. It's all the. You know. Not if you're coming from television and have no coaching experience. It's not. <laughs> Jeff Saturday was. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Coach, yeah. So I'm saying. I think he, they might. He might have been offered something, but you're not going to walk onto TV and be an offensive coordinator because you drew a few plays on NFL Live for us. No, that's a head coaching's job. <laughs> <laughs> you should be shooting higher is probably your thought. Uh, we're going to chat GM. It is time. Is our favorite time of the year. We can talk to Vern. Josh Vern, you're our Royals insider from Surprise. That's right. Well, Surprise Arizona. Well, not, not from Surprise. I'm not, not teasing you with that. He's down with the Royals. He'll join us next.